Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. I am. It's true. It's true this time. Oh, my gosh. It's good to be back. Uh, 888-727-BECK. It is Pat Gray uh, with traffic and weather together every nine minutes on the threes all morning long. Uh, man, do we have a ton of things to talk about. It's almost like you've been gone for more than a week. <sighs> it's almost like that. Have you been doing something else, though, or you just been chilling? Nah, just chilling. Mm. I uh, I was putting together for a while my facial cream empire. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And it's you not, had some... It's not selling quite as well as uh, Joanna Gaines was, uh-huh. uh, but I expect it to soon. And, and I'll it be took... able to leave pretty soon. Uh, okay. Yeah. And it took that long mm-hmm. to uh, build some Ikea furniture that you were working on <laughs> for the last 10 days as well. <laughs> so, because you got to I need more up. than 10 days to put together <laughs> Ikea furniture. <laughs> well, welcome back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, apparently... Um, an employee has lost his job after using a firearm to defend himself from a hatchet-wielding thief. Oh, yes. This was <clears throat> very, uh, very dramatic video. We actually have the video. Yeah, we have the video of the, uh, of the, of the guy comes up to the counter at, at, a, at a convenience store, shows him the hatchet there at the, at the countertop, mm-hmm. and then the employee... So the employee was supposed to say, hey, yeah, yeah. why don't you just deposit that in my skull? Uh-huh. Instead, he pulled a gun and uh, he got fired. Anyway, here's what happened. If you haven't seen this, mm-hmm. um, here's the douchebag coming into look the store. And yeah, look at that man. And then the, the the clerk's like, "Yeah, I've been waiting for this moment," and he's ready. So anyhow, uh, that was good to see. And then the bad guy, you know, weeps and then leaves. He weeps. Yeah, because he's, he's like, uh, "Oh, don't call the cops. I, I promise that. I'll be better here. You can have my hatchet." So look at that. The gun neutralized the situation. He gives up. The bad guy's like, I'm sorry, please. Look at this. He How goes, could you possibly get in trouble and and be fired for doing that? Yeah, yeah. The clerk is fired for defending his life. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. Didn't shoot at him. Wow. Didn't even put his finger on the trigger. Wow. Uh, but boy, he was prepared. And if you'd like to get prepared, we've got a great way for you to do that. Um, with iTarget Pro. This is a fantastic system. Um, first of all, you don't have to buy a bunch of ammo because this is dry firing. It utilizes your smartphone and their app, and the app tracks a caliber-specific laser that you put into the, into the gun instead of a bullet. And so that detects exactly where your shots land on the target. Really cool, really high-tech, and a, a great system that's going to save you a lot of money. And you'll become really proficient with your firearm because dry firing is just the way to go. And this month, you can still get 10% off the price plus free shipping when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money, save time, and take your skill to the next level with iTarget Pro. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com. iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. I got a new bingo card as well today. Um, and so it starts with um, unmitigated gall. Yeah, you got to mix that back By the up. way, if you're new to the show, this is just a, I mean, we say these things all the time. And so eventually we just put together a bunch of, uh, a bunch of these things that come up on the show all the time on this bingo card. Mm-hmm. Actually, a listener put together yeah, the card for us. Yeah, just muck and fudge uh, every She's week. She's awesome. Yep. And, uh, and so... 
then when you hear these particular phrases or words and you get a you get them all in a line uh, then you call us and you, you win fabulous prizes selected mm-hmm. especially yeah. for you. And if you would like to play along, just print up your own bingo card. You just go to twitter.com and look for Pat Unleashed. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pinned to the top of It's pinned Pat's right head. to the top. And I'm going to do that myself as well if you're on the That's really P-phone. marvelous. Mm-hmm. Really marvelous. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I don't use the word marvelous lately. I'll really? have you know that. Yeah. You just kind of mix it in uh, for this special moment Yeah, in time? just for this special time. Unmitigated hey, gall. Uh, then we move over to But Stupid. There's a douche in the middle of the first row on the top. Michael Jackson voice and giblets round out the top uh, row there. <laughs> Rounding out with giblets. <laughs> and metric conversion. Um, I, I'd say that's any kind of metric discussion where, you know, we just don't okay. know that kind of thing. What about the band metric? Does that count or we have to be talking no. about the actual yes, crappy the system. math system? Mm-hmm. Okay. Al Gore voice. Uh, a maps clip oh okay that's the miss teen oh south we, carolina clip uh-huh which is you know 12 years old now but we we love it and we continue to play it uh yoda voice then uh <laughs> your honor from the uh from the movie of rpg all right uh the word woman doesn't appear even once in the u.s constitution neither does the word freedom your honor Ugh. Uh, then we go down to uh, the next row. Shut up. Mean Streets of Helena. Uh, <laughs> Jeffy joke of some kind. Uh, John Kerry voice. Alex Jones clip. Oh, these are going to be easy. That's interesting, <laughs> Ivan. Is there a phone number people can call? We just can't get that out of our heads. That just, <laughs> it lives that's there. Almost, that's almost automatic. Uh, Arlen Specter voice. Now, it's been a while since Arlen Specter. We lost him. We lost him. Uh, several years ago now. But Arlen Specter, of course, the U.S. Senator, who was a Republican, switched to Democrat. I didn't leave the Republican Party. Uh, the Republican Party left me. <laughs> he also had this to say to uh, uh, Michelle Bachman at a hearing. She said, I voted for prosperity. Well, prosperity wasn't a, a, a bill. Well, why don't we make it now, a bill? Now, wait a minute. Don't interrupt me. I didn't interrupt you. Act like a lady. Act like a lady. Well, I think I she am said, a lady. I think she is. Well, I think you are, too. That's why I'm treating you like one. But just don't interrupt me. <laughs> so, for some reason, so he talked like this. <laughs> He talks like this. <laughs> you know, you were playing that clip before the show started, and I had to look over because I was like, wait, oh my gosh, no, that is the same voice Pat does. Yes, I, yes he really does sound like that. Yes. The older he got, the more he sounded like that. I mean, it was it's amazing. It's, just, it's amazing. Oh, then, of course, there's the book thing that he wrote, which was so weird. Where, <laughs> Where he talks about being in the Senate bathhouse with Ted Kennedy. Mm. <laughs> he had the appearance <laughs> of a walrus. <laughs> I don't know. I forget how exactly it went. And then but yes, he got into the, into the he got into the got into the hot tub and created a tsunami that killed seventeen people. <laughs> after after the tsunami calmed down, we made passionate love for the next fourteen days. Oh. Oh. Or whatever. I don't know. I mean, so, I mean, that's just a, yeah, that's not an exact quote. I'm paraphrasing there. 
some of That's what he said That's the unabridged version of yes. Senator Specter's book. Yes, it is. His book is abridged, I'm pretty sure. So, <laughs> so anyway, Arlen Specter voice, uh, Jackie's voice, my wife Jackie, if you're new to the show, uh, George W. Bush voice, um, dang darn dang it, which doesn't happen all that much uh, anymore, Al Sharpton voice. Jimmy Stewart voice, oh. very uh, impression heavy this time. Mm-hmm. Foreigner, a reference to Foreigner not being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You mm-hmm. know what? You had a listener um, travel on a flight, uh, uh, Beauty Queen Autopilot, mm-hmm. uh, Gangster Sarah E. My goodness, how many characters are allowed on Twitter for your name? Anyway, she was on a flight uh, with uh, with Foreigner um, on the way to the Indianapolis 500. No uh, way, really? Yeah, and so uh, oh, that's very cool. one of the guitarists gave her a pick. I uh, hope they were at least in first class. Were they in first I class? I don't think so. Oh, my. No way. Come on. I, I mean, unless she was. Maybe she was. I don't know. All but, right, we uh, need to hear from her. We yeah. need to hear whether so uh, Sarah, if, co- if Foreigner flies coach. I don't know. That's come on now. I don't know. No, that's no. I can't handle that. Hmm. <laughs> but let us know. Yeah. So uh, so let us know. Yeah, but they were really nice to her. Apparently, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got Al Roker uh, pooped his pants. <laughs> one of my all-time favorite clips. <laughs> you pooped in your pants. I pooped my pants. <laughs> For some reason, he wanted to tell that story at the White House. Uh, he pooped his pants. Al Roker <laughs> pooped his pants. I don't know you why your pants? he thought that was... Yeah, I pooped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> why Why did you tell the story about pooping in your pants? Well, I, I just... Because I pooped my pants. Oh, I just thought and you the rest should, of that story know. that we never play, he's like, yeah, and he, so I left my uh, underwear... So he threw him in the garbage. Garbage can at the White House. He, th- he went to a restroom and put his underwear in the garbage. Cleaned oh. himself off the best he could, he said. Oh, and then went to his meeting with the president of the United States. <laughs> It's a very tender and beautiful story that uh, I think will really move you when you hear it. Uh-huh. It so we, him, apparently. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it moved his bowels. There anyway. you go. <laughs> he did have a bowel movement. And then finally, uh, pumpkin. Maybe we could add pudding there, too. Either pumpkin or pudding. Oh, I'll accept either one of them. Pumpkin All pudding right? combo. Okay. So you can uh, jot that down on your uh, pumpkin line. Pumpkin or pudding. <laughs> Triple eight. <laughs> Uh, 93 after saying uh, Glenn's phone number for the last 10 days. I, I, I'll probably screw it up a couple of times today. No, you? No, I know. That's hard to believe. No. It's hard to believe, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. So just uh, deal with it. Okay. And, and you know, uh, if you call that number, you won't get us. So just know that. <laughs> um, all right. Three forecasting models now have predicted that Donald Trump will win re-election in 2020. Nah, I don't, I don't buy these this early. We don't even know who's up against. It, do, it doesn't matter. They don't care? The economy, because of the economy, I think. Um, hmm. The economy means so much in a presidential election. And it's, it's strange because the president has, you know, I guess something indirectly to do with the economy. <laughs> well, um, needs to stop screwing with tariffs. Yeah, I mean... Tariffs are the thing that could really screw up the economy for him. He better s- please stop messing with the tariffs, please, by all that is holy. Boy, he's dancing with the devil there. Mm. Playing with fire. Mm-hmm. What other uh, cliche can we use? Um, dancing with the devil, playing with fire. Uh, living dangerously. No, has <laughs> to be a devil close. reference. No, it doesn't. Have devil to be. beats his wife. <laughs> what? 
That's a southern saying. We did I these. I don't know we that did one. These. It's when it's raining. I don't know that when one. When it's raining and it's sunny, uh-huh. it's when the devil beats his wife. It's really strange. Okay. <laughs> That's all I could come up with. The de- devil went down to Georgia, <clears throat> right? Yeah, he was looking, he was looking for a soul to, to, to add to the steel. To steel tariff. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the first, <laughs> and perhaps still the best, of these models was created by Ray Fair, who is a Yale professor. He found that the growth rates of gross domestic product and inflation have been the two most important economic predictors. Hmm. But he also found that incumbency was also an important determinant of presidential election outcomes. Okay, so his predicts that uh, Trump will win re-election. In 2008, he predicted Obama would receive 53.1% of the popular vote. Uh, His actual share? Okay, so he predicted 53.1. He actually got 53.7. Oh, he didn't take into account voter fraud, probably. (laughs) Added six-tenths of a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that messed him up a little bit. But in 2012, when Obama was running for re-election, the final estimate was a vote share of 51.8, two-tenths of 1% less than what the incumbent president received. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Wow. So... You know, uh, that's good news if you don't want a Democrat to win. And I don't (laughs) want a Democrat to win because that would be disastrous for our country. So a little hopeful there, a little hopeful piece of news to start out the week. And by the way, it's uh, we're starting the week on Tuesday, which is always a great thing, even though it feels like Monday, but it's not. Oh, so you got to love that. I thought it was Friday. (laughs) No, not yet. Hmm. But, I mean, in a blink of an eye, it will be. Because yes. that's how fast time goes by. Some of it feels like Friday. 888 thirty-three All right. Glenn and Tanya started a real estate um, network of people called Real Estate Agents I Trust. And they did that for a simple reason. To help you sell your home for as much money as possible and as quickly as possible. And along the way to forming this network, they found three important keys. One is selling or buying a home is really complicated. And so you need somebody who's really dedicated to that process. You can't get an inexperienced or a part-time agent, you know, and they need to have a really long track record of success. So these agents do. Also, they need to understand the market and how to price a home, help you decide where to, where to put your home uh, as far as pricing it. Because if it's too high, uh, it'll just sit there. And then the price invariably has to come down. And then people wonder, well, what's wrong with your house? <laughs> How come you've knocked so much money off? The, it must be crappy. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to go through that. And then the third thing, which I think is maybe one of the most important aspects. They're all fans of the show. So uh, they have the same sensibilities you do. So don't hire a friend or a relative or somebody you don't know. Um, go with one of these great realtors from realestateagentsitrust.com to help you sell or buy your home. And if you're relocating to a new area, obviously you got to do both and it can be really hard. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area, realestateagentsitrust.com. Gray unleashed. Yeah. He's back. 
And this time, he's pissed. Are you? Are you right now? Uh, not really. You're no. not, you're not in yet. a bad mood, right? Not you? yet. Mm-mm. Oh, well, then don't be looking at that stack because there's plenty, <laughs> plenty, to plenty me over off. there that I printed up you don't want to see. All righty. <laughs> uh, President Trump also said something pretty interesting uh, over the weekend. He was hanging out with uh, Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, and uh, he announced that the United States. <laughs> I don't know why he does this all the time. I don't know what. The, the United States will be going to Mars very, very soon. Really? Wow. I don't know if that's some kind of secret that he knows that we don't, because the plan, as far as I know, is to go to the moon in the next five years, right? And then build some sort of uh, infrastructure hmm. so that we can eventually then go to Mars within 10 years or 15 or whatever. If we go to the if we go to Mars very very soon, and who knows what Trump means by that, but kind of exciting. Uh, he said we'll be going to the moon, and we'll be going to Mars very very soon. Huh. It's very exciting from a military standpoint. There's nothing more important right now than space. <laughs> Wait a minute. Meaning we're for, uh, does that mean we're going to arm ourselves? In does space? that mean that we're going to build a base, uh, a space force base <laughs> I, on Mars? Well, we are doing the space force. Yeah, He's so talked I wonder if that's that what he means. Japan will join our mission to send U.S. astronauts to space. What? I don't want Japan involved in this. Yeah, well. What do you mean? No. Tag along. Hmm. What? Do their own thing. In Japan, you do Japanese things. Of course, we don't have a lot of room to talk at this moment in time. (laughs) No, we're space (laughs) hitchhikers right now. (laughs) We got our thumb out just outside of Moscow, (laughs) waiting for the cosmonauts to go by. Uh, hey, can we hitch a ride to the space station, please? Uh, no ride for you. <laughs> and now, and, and I think they're charging us like uh, fifty million a trip or something. Really? Yeah, per per astronaut, something like that. It's there's really no, outrageous. There's no Rus- Ruski goodwill going on. <laughs> no, there's no? no, there's no Ruski goodwill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Despite the fact that everybody's flipped their allegiance on Russia, now I guess it's it's hip and it's cool to think Russia's our friend. I'm sorry. I don't. No. I never have. And probably never will. Mm. Uh, unless something dramatically changes and Vladimir Putin's no longer in charge. Yeah, and I'm seeing the 2024 day for NASA's goal to get back to the moon, but I'm not seeing any kind yeah. of date attached to Mars. That's why I was kind of surprised by this, because we don't. I don't think we really have a date certain for Mars. I, I think we're just, yeah, eventually we'll get to Mars, too. We'll build a moon base, and then we'll make that a jumping point for Mars. Oh, that's going to take a long time. Yeah. A moon base would take, who knows? I don't know how long, but a long time. And he said, quote, very, 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 very soon. soon. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm quoting, we'll be going to the moon. We'll be going to Mars very, very soon. Okay. It's very exciting. Well. Unquote. Well, and then he went into the military thing. Uh, he didn't provide an exact timetable or additional details about his ambitions. No. Which have so far... Uh, included proposing a new military branch, which I like too, the United States Space Force. I think that's pretty cool. And signing legislation directing a U.S. mission to Mars hmm. by the 2030s. Oh, whoa. Sometime. Okay. Now, that's not very, very soon. Yeah, What? what is... Let's define that. Uh, to me, that's within five years. Yeah, that sounds fair. Uh, it's, like, it's like the end of this year, <laughs> you know? Okay, very, very soon. That's like, okay, by December, we're going to Mars. Nah, about 3 o'clock this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> that's, not, that's not 2030s, but okay. 
even that is at least we've got some goals now. Yeah, that's true. At, at least we've got some plans, which we haven't had for decades. Decades. Are it's we, ridiculous. Are we still budgeting out money to uh, outreach to Muslim nations? Is that still part of <laughs> I the hope NASA so, budget? We want to make them feel as proud as they can about their math skills. You know, because it's really important that they feel good about themselves. Well, I uh, actually wish I felt good about my math skills. <laughs> so I kind of. Well, you need to go down to Met NASA. It's uh-huh. not that far from here. About a four and a half hour drive. Go to the Johnson Space Center. Okay. Knock on the door and say, um, "Could you help me with my math skills? They're not good." And they'll say, "Well, are you Arabic? Are you Islamic?" <laughs> You'll say no, and they'll say, "Beat it, douche," <laughs> or something to that effect. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you'll have wasted a nine-hour trip to Houston. <laughs> well, I mean, I might. Maybe I'll go down to Galveston. <clears throat> maybe I'll go down to the beach. I won't completely yeah, waste my trip. Check out the the uh, um, aquarium, which is oh, kind of yeah. nice. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of nice. It's a good down fudge there. shop down there in Charleston. I really like. Yeah, it's on the way you could go to Kima and do the boardwalk thing. Yeah, that's kind of nice. fun. Yeah, Haven't done that Ferris in a while. Will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, unfortunately, apparently, some believe Trump's plans for Mars are too ambitious. I don't even think that's possible to get too ambitious with mm. with these kinds of things. It gives a rallying point to to the nation. You know, when Kennedy made that announcement that we're going to go to the moon and we're going to do it in this decade. I mean, that just that kicked America into gear. And it gave something uh to the to America that they could all unite around and look forward to and follow and get excited about. And they did. And we did. And then we invented, I don't know, NASA invented like 30,000 products and technologies along the way. So it's not like it's a total waste of time. Well, we've got our own problems here on Earth. Yeah, I know we do, and this helps solve them. If you could look beyond your nose for half a second, uh, it, it takes new technological advancement to do these things. And so that's the exciting prospect. Is what do we what do we discover along the way that does help us on this? Pl- we, we wouldn't have cell service. You would not have a cell phone or GPS locators mm. without the space program. Wow! Without uh, without the the moonshot, we wouldn't have those things. Really? Yeah. Well, I can. T- it's funny you said that because I was just thinking yesterday. GPS, I think, is my favorite invention it's of all time. Awesome. Hmm. I could not find my my way around How the metroplex. How did we do it before? I don't know. I mean, well, we, we actually had to learn cities, and maybe maps. that was a good thing. But I, <laughs> well, we had maps, and some people didn't have those. Um, what back in the day? Yeah, you're kidding. Yeah, me. yeah. So you had to like kids. There was like folded up pieces of paper with lines on them. What? No. What is that? I don't even. I wouldn't know what, know what to do with that. <laughs> but I know one of our big problems is we don't have maps anymore. I personally believe. <laughs> That U.S. Americans, US Americans are unable are. to do so <coughs> because uh, some, some people out there in our nation our don't nation. have maps, have maps. and uh, I and believe that our ed- education, education like, like such as South Africa, South Africa and, and the Iraq, the everywhere, Iraq. Like such as, everywhere like such as, I believe that they, they should, should 
help our education, our over, education here. over here in the U.S. should in help the U.S. The US. Help the U.S. should help no. South Africa. South Africa. It should help the Iraq and the Asian the Iraq countries. and the Asian countries. Because, so yeah, we'll I got be confused there. Build up our future. <laughs> For a second. I'd build up the future. <laughs> I was actually saying our education should help us, and we're too rich and powerful. We don't need that. We need to help the poor people in the Africa and the Iraq and the Asian, and the Asian countries. countries. So that we can help their future for their children. Hmm. What else did they tell me to talk about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I get stuck, I, uh, yeah, I know you go to charity, uh-huh. to education, world and peace, world, world peace, peace. World, and world peace for, for the future. Children. 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 The children. children are our future. Mm-hmm. And I believe, what's that song go? I could never remember. Help them lead the way. Help them lead Something the like way. Mariah, Show no, them Whitney all. Houston, right? No, no, no. It was uh, Mariah Carey. Bette Midler or somebody? Huh. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. No, it's got to be Whitney. Whitney Houston. Don't oh, ask yeah, you're me. right. Yeah, it is. It is. I know. Um, I don't even have to look it up. Bed Midler, the only song she ever yeah. did that anybody My ever bad. played was other than uh, she did one Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy in the early 70s. And then there was The Rose. Is there anything else anybody knows from her? She's uh, hideous. She did some song about kids. She did? Of course, when I type in Bette Midler children, uh-huh. Sophie von Hasselberg, her daughter, comes up. That's not what, what I'm going for. Sophie von Hasselberg? I don't know. What? I just want to know what Bette Midler... Hmm. Bless you, child? I don't know. Don't I know give it. Up. Sorry, I don't know it. Not high on my list of things to do today. Okay, but back to uh, yeah. back to the reason we don't have to use maps anymore. <laughs> and everything like such yeah. as. Uh-huh. Um, we, you know, the space program... And having a goal and trying to achieve it pushes us forward. And where would we be without GPS now? Like he said, I don't know how I'd do without it. I, I would not be here because I wouldn't know how to get here. Right. <laughs> right. You can't believe. I For the first two months, I relied entirely on GPS to get me from my house to here. Yeah. My, my grandmother, Nana. Hi, Nana. Uh, she bought me a GPS when I moved from uh, Charleston to uh, New Jersey to, to work for Glenn originally back in 2009. And to this day, I would still be lost trying to get around Newark if not oh. for that gift that she yeah. blessed me with for that trip. Oh, my gosh. That was a nightmare trying to get into that town. Total so, nightmare. Yeah. I, I would not be able to, especially in the Northeast. I think I could do, do it now. I could get from Connecticut where I lived to Midtown Manhattan. But... Uh, in the beginning, mm-hmm. no way, no way. I couldn't have gotten anywhere like such as. <laughs> so uh, that would have been bad. So yep. Uh, GPS, cell phone service, and Tang. Where would we be without that delicious uh, breakfast drink uh, that pretends to be orange juice, but it's not? Tang. I don't know. I don't know. The world would be a much... Sad, dark place. Sad, much sadder place. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the story again. Uh, Trump didn't, of course, uh, provide the timetable. So um, some believe he's too ambitious. NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine said, the moon is the proving ground. Mars is the horizon goal. Oh, That doesn't sound like very, very soon. That does not. If it's a horizon goal, no. It's out there somewhere on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> No, they always have to bring us back down to earth. Pun intended. Um, (laughs) Meanwhile, Vice President Mike Pence announced in March the U.S. would return to the moon within five years. 
accelerating lunar return plans from 2028 to 2024. And of course, uh, Jeff Bezos said said the same thing. Um, because it's Bezos and his company, which is called uh, Blue Origin, I think. Something like that. That is actually building the lunar lander for us. So a private company is doing this, not NASA right now. We don't actually have a space vehicle anymore. I don't know what they did with the space shuttles we used to have. Oh, there are museums all around the country. I guess. <laughs> They're mothballed. Apparently, we just can't use them because we always hitch a ride with the Russians. Really weird. Really weird stuff. So, thankfully, Bezos has developed this lunar lander. And then uh, Elon Musk's company, SpaceX, has developed all kinds of great rockets that explode. And so, (laughs) I don't know if I want to get on one. I don't know if I want any humans uh, to get in one, but uh, he's got him there. Actually, he's done a lot of, he's done some successful launches. Mm-hmm. It's just that he had a few mishaps. This makes it a little frightening. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. When was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned? How's that? What? Hey, I can't hear you, Sonny. <clears throat> so if your ears are plugged and you don't hear very well or they itch, you have some pain there. Uh, there's good news. It's WaxRx. This is uh, a great system developed and used by physicians. It's about the same thing they do in their office. You just pay a lot less for it. So you can use it without a prescription. Don't have to go to the doctor for this. Try the WaxRx system risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com and use the offer code radio at checkout. You'll get free shipping. All right? Usewaxrx.com. Offer code radio. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Great to have you with us. 888 You know, Keith, I believe the children are our future. Yeah? You know, teach them well. Okay. And let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Hmm. Let the children's laughter... Remind us how we used to be. That's beautiful. Everybody's searching for a hero. People need someone to look up to. I never found anyone who'd fulfill my needs. A lonely place to be. And so I learned to depend on me. You know? I decided long ago, never walk in anyone's shadow. In their shadow? If I fail, if I succeed, at least I'll live as I believe. Okay. See what I'm saying? That's good. Here, I'll tell you what. No matter what they take oh, from me, oh. they can't take away my dignity. Your dignity. Why don't you write these down? This is good stuff. Nah, it'd never work. Just write it down. That's nah, too cheesy. Could come in handy at some point. It's too cheesy. I would I would like to. <laughs> yes, it is. And boy. Terrible song. The video was too. Oh, I hate um, it. Pat's Otis mm-hmm. Facial Cream customer. Um, <laughs> Did they as I was seriously to... type out Otis? Yeah. O, o apostrophe yeah, D-E-S-T. That. There is no L, of course, as we found out. Trying from... to. From what? That was a Lumbee tribe, right? Uh-huh. But my Otis. Jacob, my Otis. Jacob, my Otis. <laughs> anyway. No, I'm trying to figure out which Bette Midler song I was thinking of, which you yes. uh, just came up with on your own. And so what um, did Pat's so Otis says, facial cream cause, customer Because as you recall, say, I typed in Bette Midler children or something. And he said, here's an idea, Keith. When you're searching for Bette Midler songs, mm-hmm. you may want to actually type in Bette Midler Songs. Wait, what? What a concept. Because when I type, like, where would you type that in? Like, Lycos? Uh, Ask Jeeves? Like a typewriter? 
right? Yeah, or type it into a word processor. Yeah, what's he talking you... about? <laughs> you may want to actually type in. What does that mean, type in? I love our smart-ass <laughs> listeners. That's so great. <laughs> so I do... You might try Bette Midler uh-huh. songs, you yeah. know, since that's what you're looking for is... Bette yeah. Midler And of course, I typed songs. in Bette Midler children, and it's uh, <laughs> Sophia von Hasselberg. So congrats So she does have a child. Bette Midler uh-huh. actually spawned. I can't... <laughs> That's scary. She was born in uh, 86, so... Oh, really? Yeah. 86? Keith, Keith Math says she's 33. What do I win? Pretty good. Was that right? Mm. I, don't, I don't even know if that's right. I got to get out my calculator. I don't know. 35. <laughs> I hate me so much. <laughs> well, she'll turn 33 sometime this year. No, no, she's, right? no, she's born in 86. It's now in 2019. So what's 19 three. plus four? So I was, right, I was right the first time? Yes. I should have gone with my original answer. If her birthday is sometime between <laughs> January 1st and today, uh-huh. she's 33. Uh, she's if it's sometime after today, she's 32. 32. See how that works? Yeah. Pretty complicated. Well, I'll walk you through it later. Thank you. <laughs> private tutoring. Meantime. 32. November's her birthday. Okay. All right. <laughs> I hate it. This is kind of interesting. Uh, the Democrat governor of New Mexico, Michelle Lujan Grisham, mm-hmm. uh, she, of course, babbled about President Trump's immigration agenda and the response to the border crisis, which she claimed wasn't a border crisis. In February, she condemned what she called Trump's charade of border fear-mongering. And she announced that she was going to withdraw most of New Mexico National Guard troops that were deployed there in her state. I reject the federal contention that there exists an overwhelming national security crisis at the southern border. (laughs) Uh, Now, however, her tune has changed just a little bit. Okay. Uh, now she's seeking the federal government's assistance to manage the impacts of uh, the border crisis <laughs> in New Mexico. How perfect is that? So she was all wound up about how he's manufacturing this charade, this crisis at the border, which wasn't real. So she pulled back the troops and now she's got a border crisis <laughs> and she wants help with it. That's unbelievable. And in fairness, now, hold on. New Mexico, you don't have that much land to cover, all right? Yeah. Take care of it. It's not like, how, how, how long is the border that uh, New Mexico has with Mexico? It's, it's I don't know. It's pretty minor compared to oh, compared what to Texas, Texas has to deal with. Uh, but it's also New Mexico where a private group just announced they've already constructed, and there's video to prove it, but a private group got together, spent a bunch of money, and built half a mile of a border wall mm-hmm. along the U.S.-Mexico border. That's amazing. I've never heard of this. And the reason is, it's never happened before. The 18-foot steel bollard wall is similar to the designs used by the Border Patrol, sealing off a part of the border that's been a huge gap in the existing fencing. So it was just a half mile where people would walk around the fencing and and go through that area where it was wide open. So the section was also built faster and uh, cheaper than the government can. Hmm. Who would have guessed that <laughs> private business could do it better than the government? Nah. Huh. 
What a concept. Um, Chris Kobosh, the former Secretary of State in Kansas and an informal immigration advisor to President Trump, says the New Mexico project has the president's blessing and said the lo- local Border Patrol agents are actually eager to have that assistance. So, I mean, there is some hope <clears throat> of private industry doing things, you know, taking us to the moon, building a border wall. Maybe we just turn over the whole thing to private businesses and industry. They just, they're more efficient. And it was only a half mile. So, I mean, but at least they, they started it. They worked uh, hard and fast and they completed the half mile. Put them to work on the rest of the wall. Let's just get this done. Yeah. New Mexico, um, 180 miles. 180. That's all you got to cover. Just do your part. I bet if you left that to a private business like these guys, Mm -hmm. by the end of the year, you'd have it. Maybe more. Maybe a lot more. Now, the Trump administration is still clinging to their claim that we're going to have 500 new miles of border wall. We're on track for that. By the end of the year. (laughs) And there's a lot of conflicting reports. The one report last week said there was 1.7 miles built so far. Not even two miles in two years. Then another report came out and they said, ah, no, that's not accurate. It's 20 miles. <laughs> okay, big deal. <laughs> so much better. Then Sarah Sanders said, no, it's over 100 miles. And we can still do 500 by the end of the year. Now, we'll see. And, uh, I, you know, who do you believe? I don't know. They, there's a tendency among some... To exaggerate ever so slightly, so I, I don't know what you believe. We're gonna get that wall built very, very, very soon. Very soon. <laughs> Which very soon will happen first? We go to Mars, or we get the wall built. Uh, Mars, man. <laughs> we will all be living on Mars, and then we're gonna be like, wait, uh-huh. did we have a border project we were working on back on Earth? <laughs> That's what's gonna happen, man. Uh, it's crazy. It's really nuts. Triple eight seven two. Seven, no, it's triple eight nine hundred. See, I did it again. Triple eight nine hundred. Oh, see, thirty three ninety three. That bottom tweet is perfect for that moment right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Racco. Racco says, Pat, the correct phone number is eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Unless you don't want us to call. Oh. <laughs> is there is there a number we can call? Is there Ivan? Ivan, is there a number people yeah, can uh, call? When right, can when when can they call that number? Anytime. It's right Ivan. there above the door. <laughs> Give him a week off and he forgets his own phone number. Oh, give him five seconds off and he forgets his own phone well, number. Well, I mean, when you're saying a different number mm-hmm. for 10 days, yeah. and then you come back and, you know, you got that number now in place. Because you never had a hiccup with giving out this never. number before you never. were filling no, in over there. that's right. Uh, from Kool-Aid Drinker, so, Pat, what you're saying is NASA is colluding with Russia? <laughs> that's about right. Uh, that's amazing. <clears throat> what an amazing world we live in. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, Cheryl from Texas sent this in. I listen to Pat, Keith, and Jeffy every day. At the end of December, I started a keto diet and chose to give Riduzone a chance to help me with that. Wow! Today I am sixty five pounds lighter and so very grateful. That's awesome. Thank you, Cheryl. Mm. Thanks for sharing your weight loss story with us. Um, you might not lose sixty five pounds, but maybe you will. But if you find yourself overeating, 
You should know that Riduzone is formulated to help you fight food cravings and stop eating when you're full. Uh, the reason it can do that is because it contains OEA, which is a molecule that's naturally present in your body, and it's supposed to send that signal to your brain. Hey, fatso, stop eating. But sometimes it's not loud enough, so Riduzone just amplifies that. Hey, fatso, stop eating! You know, something sort of like that. <laughs> yeah. That would, that would make me stop yeah, eating if I heard yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Riduzone was developed to help your stomach send that signal. It's not a stimulant. It doesn't contain any caffeine. It only contains OEA. That's it. So go to Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com, get a 30-day money-back guarantee, and save 30% on a three-month supply at Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Uh, last week on Glenn Show, I was talking about how confusing the parliamentary system is in Britain with uh, Theresa May stepping down. Uh-huh. And I guess she resigned. And then she's going to leave. One report said June, the other July. I think it's July. Um, but it's so weird because... I, I don't even, I don't know how that works. You have to put together a, a government. And in Britain, the queen supposedly goes to the prime minister and says, hey, can you form a government for me? Something to that effect. And I only know that because I watched that, uh, The Crown, um, season one and two. Oh, wow. Is yeah. it good? It's pretty good. Couldn't, is it, mm-hmm. How many seasons are there? Uh, one and two. That's it? Yeah, so oh. far. They promise a new one's coming, but it hasn't yet. So anyway, now Israel's facing some weird situation where Netanyahu, Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, said he's he's going to make a final effort to break a deadlock on forming a governing coalition. Why would you? Why don't you just adopt our system? Right. We showed you how to do it. <laughs> what does it matter with you people? We're not keeping it secret. You don't have to go through this all the time. Yeah, it's just random days for uh, elections. Three equal but separate (laughs) branches of government. And you're done. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, it's a calendar, right? Yeah. Like some seats are up after two years, Uh some after six. Right. Your leader, your prime minister, some after four. Four, you know, it's it's not four year term. Even it's massive. There's not going to be an election in between. Uh We've got four years. It's, yeah. If you don't like him, Mm -hmm. grit your teeth and deal with it. The first Tuesday after the first Monday. Of every four years, November. You know? Right. I mean, this is math I can do. Yeah, it's not that hard. If I can do Seriously. it, Israel, Britain, you can pull this off, guys. Come and, on. And do you remember? Israel just had an election. Yeah. And their parliament is already saying, yeah, we're going to dissolve ourselves <laughs> and we're going to have a new election. You had one two months ago. It was April 9th. April 9th. That's not even two months ago. It's crazy. It's weird, man. Really weird. So I guess he's there's some divisions between like a former ally of his and now this guy's an opponent of his and he's causing trouble. And so he can't get a government, a coalition government together. It's so bizarre. I Even though his party won the majority of seats in the Knesset, he still can't piece together uh, any sort of government. Just really weird. 
I don't get it. Again, it doesn't have to be this hard, people. Okay? Just check it out. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Follow our lead. You could even photocopy our Constitution if you like. If you want. Um, and you might even um, have the word freedom in it. Um, you could. We could. don't, of course. Yeah, we would it's never. Not in there. You could just need, Don't put the in. word woman in there either. Yeah. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Why would you even bring that up? That would be stupid. Yeah. But you could photocopy it if you'd like and just scratch out uh-huh. where it says United States. You could put, you know, Israel or right. Great Britain or whatever. Just your, whatever. your country of choice. Yep. And just make it happen. It's not that hard. No. In just another In way. In fact, to, look it up on the internet. We don't even need to send you a copy. That's you got true. one right there online. Take the initiative. Where would you type it though again? Lycos, you said? Yeah, Lycos. Uh, U.S. Constitution into Lycos uh-huh. or Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Are those even around? <laughs> We're going to find out. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Nobody ever oh, goes there. Look at that. Lycos works, I guess. Oh, type something into it, see what happens. Because <laughs> okay. when you used to, I mean, it was like a jumbled mess. It looked like it was Mandarin Chinese. You couldn't figure out what was going on. Yeah, it looks okay. Does it US look like Constitution? Google? Yeah, kind of ish. Yeah. Okay. Right, what was the other website? Uh, uh, oh, Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> if that butler is still there, swear. waiting for us. Oh uh, no, it's just the logo here. Oh. Uh, U.S. Cons- well, that's all Google is. Constitution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a dumb search engine. Oh, there we go. It's okay. just slow. Yeah. And they both operate still. <laughs> uh, by the way, did you see Google's big time celebration for Memorial Day yesterday? I didn't. They made the Google gray. And that was it. That's it. It just was a different color. But then I if you put your if you put the uh cursor on it, okay. It said Memorial Day. So I guess that was the big celebration for Memorial Day. Hmm. Good Let's for you, see. Google. Nice job there uh, on recognizing something important to America. Triple uh, eight, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I just I can't. <laughs> I'm writing this down for you. I'm going to tape it's it. It's a third time. <laughs> um, over the weekend at the box office, did you happen to see Aladdin with the kids? No, of course not. Wait, what kind of question is that? That would require you leaving the house, which well, you... I left the house. I just... You did leave the house? Didn't leave the house with the kids. All right. Uh-huh. But it? Aladdin was number one. It, it came out on Friday. Made... Usually that's Thursday night, but uh, it made $90.4 million on a budget of $183 million. So it's at half its budget in one week. That's pretty good. That's a good sign for yeah. it. Care's that's, not happy about that movie, though. Yeah. Well, why is that? That's a weird... Because they're doing it during the Trump administration instead of Obama? Exactly. What? 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 (laughs) Yeah, CARE, the Council of American Islamic Relations, says that releasing Aladdin during the presidency of President Trump will worsen racism and Islamophobia, and they want critics to say so. (laughs) <laughs> I dislike this group with all the intensity of a billion white hot burning suns. I Just don't hate. Billion. I do not hate because that's not right. But I do dislike with all the intensity of a. Well, it's two billion. So two white billion? hot burning suns now. Okay. Wait. Now it's three. Three billion white hot burning suns. I'm gonna have to trust you because I'm not good at math. The Council uh, on American Islamic Relations says that the story is based on. Says that the story Aladdin is based on is racist. And bigoted. The Aladdin myth is rooted by racism, Orientalism, and Islamophobia. 
according to the statement from CARE. To release it during the Trump era of rapidly rising anti-Muslim, anti-immigrant, and racist animus only serves to normalize stereotyping and marginalize minority communities. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I mean, how nauseating is that? How ridiculous can you be and still keep a straight face? Yep. It's just moronic. Everything is racist to them. Everything is Islamophobia. And they're never at fault for any situation. You know, you got some extremist Muslim that blows up a busload of school kids. What does CARE say? Hey, don't take that out on Muslims. We're worried now that Muslims are going to be yelled at. (laughs) Every single time. If you watched uh, 60 Minutes recently and you own a home, you might be a little nervous because they featured uh, home title theft. The FBI's former head of cybercrimes warned homeowners that foreign and domestic thieves can steal your home. And they do it all right there online because the home titles and mortgages are stored there now and they can be hacked. How do you stop it? There's no insurance program. The bank doesn't stop it. Even LifeLock, which does such a great job with other forms of ID theft, they can't do it. Home Title Lock can. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. They'll give you a free title scanner report. Usually 100 bucks. They'll just throw that in. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Congrats on getting the number right this time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do what I can, you know. I mean, that's a Herculean effort. Uh, I mean, I, I don't call myself a hero because of it. I, Well, yes, I do. I'm, I'm a yeah, hero. A hero for getting your own <laughs> phone number correct. I'm, pr- I'm proud yeah, of you. I mean, that's where we are right now. A heroic effort. That's where we are. That's what, the level. What can I tell you? <laughs> um, this is fun. Harrison Ford told NBC uh, their Today Show that once he's gone, his beloved character Indiana Jones should be gone as well. Oh boy! When I'm gone, he's gone, Ford said. Yeah, we got the video. <laughs> it's great. It fun moment. Uh, uh, here's here's <laughs> how that went. Indiana Jones, <laughs> yeah. number five. He's in here somewhere. It's, well, it's, 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 he better be because it's coming out. He wants to come out. It's it's um, when when you're done with that role. Yeah. Who would you yeah. like? Who would you like to see as Indiana Jones? Nobody <laughs> is going to be Indiana Jones ever. Mm. Don't you get it? No one. I'm Indiana Jones. So when you're gone, it's gone. When I'm gone. He's gone. It's easy. Get it in here, okay? Now. Because his uh, ego is really showing through there, his narcissism. Uh, I'm sure he'll... I was clearly joking about that. And he was not joking about that. He's dead serious, I think. I think he's absolutely serious. I'm Indiana Jones. I love the Harrison Ford hobo look, too. That that looks great on him. Is he homeless now? I think he is. I think he's homeless. (laughs) Start a GoFundMe for Harrison Ford. I mean, didn't spend his money wisely. You know who would be great? I think... You know, somebody 
brought this up in a tweet. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt. Chris Pat yeah. Pratt would be great for that role. Uh, he could pick right up or or that other. Chris Pine might not be bad either. Mm. Either one of them I'd be fine with. But really, after Indiana Jones 4, that killed the series right there. Yeah, somebody said that uh, he could find the Fountain of Youth, dip his face in it or take a sip or whatever, and uh-huh. then stand and then, up, turn around, and it's Chris Pratt. That's co- That would be that great. That would be excellent. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. When I'm gone, he's gone. <laughs> and then he does this little, like, to the camera, like, it's all in here. Uh-huh. No, it's on paper, and you read it, and yeah. that's where it is. And by the way, Harry, you didn't write it, Harry. so get over yourself. Harry. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me tell you about uh, that really cool cruise that's coming up next year, and we're giving you all kinds of time because... Uh, you have to, first of all, decide you're going to go and then, you know, make plans. So it's it's a big deal. It's like two weeks sailing the Mediterranean on a ship full of passengers who share your love of history and country. There's going to be gourmet Italian food, great nightlife. Uh, or you could just relax and do nothing mm-hmm. poolside <laughs> or in your cabin. Um, so join Glenn, Bill O'Reilly, Stu will be there, David Barton, Rabbi Lappin, on a 14-day adventure next spring, sailing in the eastern Mediterranean, you're going to visit Italy, Croatia. Uh, this says Jerusalem and Israel, but uh, I think we all know Jerusalem is in Israel. So if you're visiting Jerusalem, you're visiting Israel. Mm, that's uh, how that works? Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's, that's called like geography? Yeah, kind of. That's where those maps we were talking about earlier would come in handy. Exactly. Uh, Athens. Man, I'd love to see that. The roots of Western civilization. You're going to be cruising through history. Uh, Venice. I have always wanted to go to Venice. Birthplace of commerce. Really fun. You can walk where Jesus and his disciples shared the gospel that sparked Christianity. That's a cool thing, too. Uh, So bring your children, your grandchildren, or just come by yourselves. You know, you and your loved one. Significant other. Life partner. Uh, whatever you choose to, to call them. Spouse, <laughs> husband, wife. You know, if you're old-fashioned and hateful, you could use those descriptors, but uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> visit ComeSailAway.com. Real easy to remember, just like the Sticks song. Come sail away, come sail away, come and sail away with me. Wow. You're welcome. You'll have that in your head all day now. Uh, get all the details at comesailaway.com. That's comesailaway.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, some tweets came in at Pat Unleashed. We were talking about NASA and how America used to have a space program. Uh, it's hard to remember because it was so long ago. Uh, but the pickled squirrel tweets. Tell us stories of when we did things for ourselves in this country, Grandpa. It sounds so impossible. <laughs> uh, from Tyler Morgan, Pat, where would we be if all the astronauts quit after the Apollo 1 mishap? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. So, yeah, we, we'd be in a bad place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roker's racing stripe. <laughs> I think you're forgetting the most important space invention of all time, space diapers. (laughs) 
I'm not. A, I, uh, did they invent the diaper? I don't know. Like, like, the disposable diaper? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to have to do some investigation into that. Roker's racing stripe. A little reference to. Uh, you pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. I'm you sorry, what? You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Excuse uh, me? Uh, you pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. <laughs> Wait, I'm not, I'm not understanding what is you're saying there, Al. What? You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. <laughs> and then he describes the rest, which is fun. Uh, not uh, horribly. Not horribly. But enough that but, you I know. Which is a common side effect of this surgery. Exactly. Oh, wow. And so, okay. yeah. so you know, I what'd you do? was panicking. Yeah. So I got to the restroom of the press room, okay. threw out the underwear. <laughs> threw it out. just went commando. And what did commando. that tell you? It told me <laughs> it told that me I've got to be here. very vigilant as to what I eat. <laughs> it also told him that uh, maybe he should... Keep some of this stuff in his inside voice. Hello, he says, not horribly. I'm sorry. Any amount would be horrible, sir. Especially at the White House. Oh, God. I went commando. And what did Mi- that tell you? Tell me it was cold in here. What do you mean, what did that tell you? Mr. Mr. President, I'm not going to shake your hand. I just <laughs> pooped my pants. Sorry. Okay, Al. So, I, uh, you know, and I was messing with the underwear and I threw it away. So I still probably have some stuff all over me. So my apologies. My to apologies. The, so let's just the janitors uh, <laughs> tomorrow morning when they get here. Um, by the way, the first disposable absorbent pad used as a diaper was made from unbleached crepe cellulose tissue held uh-huh. in rubber pants in 1942. Okay. That slightly predates by a woman uh, named Marion Donovan, but a great invention. Mm-hmm. I'll give Marion that it's a good invention. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Did you see what John Voigt said about President Trump over the weekend? This is something else. I did. I, I really yeah. like John Voigt. He's uh-huh. a he's a good guy. We've uh, hung with him a few times. Um, you know, it's not like he comes over to the house for dinner, but uh, we've met at the uh, Friends of Abe dinners and other places uh, on campaign trails and whatnot. Anyway, he apparently likes his president. Here's what he said about him: People of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. I know you will agree with me when I say our president mm-hmm. has our utmost respect mm-hmm. and our love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This job is not easy. No, for he's true. battling the left mm-hmm. and their absurd words of destruction. True. I've said this once and I'll say this again. Okay. That our nation has been built on the solid ground from our forefathers. Right. And there is a moral code of duty that has been passed on from President Lincoln. I'm here today to acknowledge the truth, and I'm here today to tell you, my fellow Americans, that our country is stronger, safer, and with more jobs Mm -hmm. because our president has made his every move correct. Pause that for a second. Uh, mm, No. No? Not his every move has been... (laughs) No, every move has not been correct. And we've outlined that he's made many really good moves. But he wait, really has. Yeah, but if you're perfect, then that means every. No, move it's is. not every. Uh, no, don't agree with that. But he <laughs> finishes up here. Don't be fooled by the political left. Okay. Because we are the people of this nation that is witnessing triumph. So let us stand with our president. Let us stand up for this truth right. that President Trump is the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> wow. God bless America. Okay. Wow. May that's... God continue to guide this nation. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's quite a statement. <laughs> uh, I'd like to hear if, if you agree with that. 888 
933.93. Is Donald Trump the best president since Abraham Lincoln? Okay, that would that would make him a better president than Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Obviously, George W. Bush, uh, but I'm not sure that's. Yeah, I thought we were going with that highest ones standard. That were better. H. Uh, w. Bush certainly. Mm. But if you go back all the way to Lincoln, you're eliminating Calvin Coolidge, mm-hmm. who I think <sighs> greatest president of all time. Not all time. I know you put George Washington up. Yeah, there. and maybe Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. of them were great. Um, and so important to the country. You know, you got to take their whole body of works, you oh, know? So wait. Not just that eight-year period for both oh, those really? guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, if you're doing that. Yeah. I, I, I've always judged Jefferson and Washington's, uh, uh, their presidencies, <clears throat> their presidencies. But you're talking about their entire contribution it's, as it, Americans? Well, it's hard to downplay Jefferson. I mean, he got rid of the Alien and Sedition Act. He did the Louisiana Purchase. Uh, that... I mean, effectively changed America forever. That made us, you know, a real power with all that territory. Nearly lost the Northeast, though, with um, making them keep their ships in harbor when we were arguing with Britain. That was a tough economic time. Yeah, I mean, there it wasn't a perfect presidency. Yeah, But Calvin Coolidge was fantastic. And I, you know, he's definitely top three to me. Mm-hmm. What is Donald Trump the best president since Abraham Lincoln in your mind? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you'd like to share your thoughts on that, so that's an interesting statement. And, and here's a question for you. And I'm being completely serious. Mm-hmm. If we are judging Washington and Jefferson based on more than just those eight years, are we also mm-hmm. judging Trump on his tweets that aren't necessarily official mm-hmm. duties? Well, yeah, because yes, you have in. to because. He's in office while he's making them, I, I think. So, yeah, I think the tweets are definite, definitely a part of it. You know, so to say every move has been correct, I, you know, you can pick apart for, for sure the tariffs, the tweets. <laughs> he hasn't built the wall yet. Uh, so, I don't know. There's some work to do, but he, he's off to a really good start. Yeah, I agree. He really is. But for someone to say that, you know, the greatest president since the Civil War, and he's barely mm-hmm. been in office for two years, I, okay, I can't be doing that. Stop. I wonder if we can expect some glowing tweets about John Voight uh, coming out of the oh, White House. Oh, we did, actually, over the Oh, weekend. it's already happened? Yeah, and he misspelled John uh, Voight's name. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. How do you spell it? I think with the, uh, isn't it, however it's with it's, the yeah, it's V. O-N. O-N? Yeah, hold on. However it is, it's the opposite. V-O-I-G-H-T, I I-G-H-T, I think. Mm-hmm. Voight. No, I'm saying the J-O-H-N. It's, oh, oh, I, I oh think. he's misspelled John? Yeah, let's see. All right. Okay. Something like that. Hmm. I forgot now. It's been a long weekend. Oh, we won't hold that against him. Right? Let's see here. Hold <laughs> on. He misspelled his name. Let's see. Yeah. Thanks to John spells his name wrong. Let's see, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> whatever he got wrong. J- Thank you, John. J O H N. So nice! Exclamation mark. Yeah, it's actually J O N. So okay, whatever. He didn't, he didn't even attempt voice. He spelled Joe Biden's <laughs> last name wrong as well because it's you know B I D E N. And of course, so these could just be typing errors. B I D A N. Okay, they could be typing errors. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Do you do you believe in abortion? Do you love abortion? Uh, do you do you want sanctuary cities? Think that illegal aliens should 
be protected by our cities against federal law? Yeah, probably not, right? Well, Big Mobile has given millions of dollars, tens of millions in some cases, to these causes and other far-left extremist viewpoints. When you pay your bill to to AT&T and Verizon and Sprint, they turn around and use a portion of the proceeds to support the causes they believe in, not you. So there's an alternative. Conservatives came together to create Patriot Mobile. You get the same nationwide coverage for less money and without the unintended consequences. Patriot Mobile donates to pro-life causes. They donate to the Heritage Foundation. Uh, They share your conservative values. You might think it's a hassle to switch. It's not at all. They'll take all the pain out of it for you. It's really easy. And their talks, their talk and text plans start as low as 25 bucks a month. And, of course, you get that benefit of their supporting causes that you actually believe in. Mention the blaze when you call 1-800-APATRIOT. 1-800-APATRIOT. Or visit online at patriotmobile.com slash blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze for free activation today. 1-800-APATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. Pat Gray, Unleashed. You heard about these really sad deaths that have taken place on Mount Everest this week? 11 people have died in the last week alone. 11. Wow. And apparently it's because there's so many people up there. It's so overcrowded that near the summit, if you've ever seen the pictures of people hiking, you know, there's that last ridge where they walk across this really narrow, very skinny ridge to get to the summit. And there's a line of, I don't know, 150 people or something waiting And it's not wide enough where everybody can just go up there at the same time. So they've given, Nepal has given way too many permits. And there's a really short window where you can climb Mount Everest because of the weather conditions and all that. And so it's now. And everybody knows that. And so they all just rush to the, try to get to the top of the mountain. Now, when you're at 29,000 feet, there's very little oxygen. You can't stand there for two hours waiting to get to the summit. Uh, it's not good for you. So a lot of them made the summit and then on their way back down got altitude sickness because they waited for two hours and died. Ugh. Just, oh, it's heartbreaking. It's really bad. In fact, two super experienced climbers that had climbed, they call it the Seven Summit Club. That's where you climb ev- the highest peak on every continent. And this was their last one. And they both made it. And then on their way down, they died because of the weight. Ah, heartbreaking. Can you imagine? Really sad. I can't because... You wait your whole life to accomplish this goal. Yeah. And then you die right after. The guy had literally been, one of them, uh, an American, had literally been talking about it for 40 years. That's how badly he wanted to do it. And he was so psyched when he got there. And uh, it's just so tragic. One of the guides even died. You know, because lack of oxygen, that doesn't discriminate. That'll take just about anybody. So, uh, if you're planning to hike 
Mount Everest and scale to scale the summit, you, you might want to put that on hold for a year or two. Yeah, and w- one guy um, wrote on a blog how he um, he was waiting. It was so crowded. He was he wasn't gonna you know be in the traffic jam on the way down. And he even wrote in there, you know, I hope I'm not making a, a bad decision, but I'm going to wait until this crowd clears out. And he died as well. Jeez, oh, It's just horrible. Yeah, really, really sad. I mean, it's 29,029 feet. That is uh, a high peak. If, if you're doing your math at home, you can call it a high peak. It's really, it's tall. It's big. It's not small. No, no, no. It's real big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of us who remember the honeycomb commercial. Honeycomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure that out. Hey, they did they did find the lady in Hawaii though. What lady? There, in there was Hawaii? a hiker lady that got lost in Hawaii. Oh. How long was she gone? And she's okay? Yeah. Um Hawaii weather conditions are just a tad different from Mount Everest conditions. So you know, mm. you get lost in paradise and and what? Um you sweat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 17 days. Oh, my gosh. 17 days? By herself, yeah. What'd she eat? Bugs? Uh, I don't know. Grass? Probably whatever they eat on Naked and Afraid, where they drop you in the middle of nowhere for three weeks, and then you live off the land. No, thanks. So she made it 17. She might want to play that uh, TV show game now. Yeah. They're saying that uh, <sighs> Nepal is so... Not picky about who goes up the peak because they just want the money. You know, they're extremely poor and the government's not doing well and they're very corrupt. And so they give out permits to just about anybody and the permits cost $11,000. Um, yeah. The whole package combined is sometimes fifty to $70,000 just to hike the peak and then, oh and then die as a result of it. Yeah. Sad. And yeah, this year, apparently, I'm being told it was a record number of uh, permits this year. Yes, yeah, so. 300 some, I think, 386 or something Goodness. like that. Too many, because everybody has the same window. It's not like you can say, all right, I'll put it off until November. Well, yeah, if you want to die for sure, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good luck. Except I don't even know if they let you. Although, if you wanted to climb it clandestinely, it'd probably be hard to stop you. But um, uh, I, they said that they're so non-discriminating about who climbs that mountain. They're giving it to people who aren't even in shape to be, you know, it's like oh, wow. giving Jeffy a, a permit. You probably don't want to do that. He'll make it nine steps and keel over. It would be, so would I, though. I might make it 15 steps and then plunk. That's not. You'd be the only ones not making it, uh, dying on the way even, up instead of the way down. Can't even get to base camp. Yeah. <laughs> of course, base camp is 17,000 some feet up. Wow. Maybe the problem was they were given how tall it is in, in meters. And they were like, well, I don't know. There's no way to tell how high that is. It looks tall, but I don't know. Could it be five feet? Probably not because it's taller than I am. It could be 20 feet. I don't know. Or it could be six inches. There's no way to know, right? No way to know. Not when you're using metric, you just oh. don't, you don't know what that is. I mean, I don't know what this means, but uh, you know the the elevation is uh, twenty nine thousand plus feet. Mm-hmm. But twenty nine thousand twenty nine. I could do metric. I mean, it's only eight thousand some odd. See, we see what I mean? This. So you think eight thousand? Do this? That's like my backyard. Let's go. I, I've got a I've got a hill in my backyard that's taller than that. Wow. 
That's... <laughs> you climb to the top of the rocks on my pool. It's like 9,000 meters. Is it? It might be. I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's no way to tell. No way to tell. <laughs> it's impossible to tell, so I don't know. <laughs> don't, you know, don't push me on that. Okay. All right. Uh, 888-933-93. We still have to show you some amazing things. Uh, there was another attack on pro-life people, pro-life activists were assaulted in Mississippi. It's amazing uh, what the police do or what the police don't do, like anything. Uh, then this humanoid robot will amaze. Mm. Plus, our friend, uh, what's his, is it Bob, who created the helium, the Gadon, the American, on helium? Uh, that's Dan. Uh, Dan. Over in Norway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Norwegian Dan. Yeah, sure. Norwegian Dan. Uh, created a helium gadon the American. Pull every last one of your soldiers, spies, security advisors, hairdressers, interior decorators, and so on. So that'll sound, uh-huh. I'm sure, really powerful uh, on helium. <laughs> Meantime, let me tell you about tell you about uh, Freedom Works. What they're trying to do is stop socialized medicine in this country. For some reason. The uh, HHS secretary, Alex Azar, is hell-bent on fixing prices. You know, I read an article. I've said that the United States develops 60% of all the new medicine. I just read an article yesterday that claims 95% of all new medicine comes from the United States. Well, that costs money. Um, Go to freedomworks.org slash pat. And let them know that you're not on board with socialized medicine. Socialized pricing. Stop it. Freedomworks.org slash Pat. Go there today. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. You cooked in your pants? I, I pooped my pants. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Uh, you pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. It's a law of three there. You have to do it three times. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, the that's rule a, of three. Or that's law a big of three. problem. It is. Pooped in his pants three times. Three times. Triple eight. 933-93. Really sad uh, news. Packers, Green Bay Packers legend and five-time world champion Bart Starr died at 85. Sad. Yeah. Uh, one of my childhood heroes. I, I think I was six, maybe seven when the ice bowl happened. Because I remember it to this day, uh, sitting in our living room at home watching our new Magnavox TV, mm. the ice bowl. And uh, really good memories. Just Bart Starr was fantastic. And everybody says so. A better man probably than even a quarterback. And he was a Hall of Fame quarterback. He played with Packers from 1956 through 1971. And uh, it's, a, it's a different world since he played. <laughs> things, Some things made sense uh, from 1956 to 19- A lot of things didn't, but, you know, at least you understood what was going on. Yeah. Now, not so much. Also, Bill Buckner from the Boston Red Sox died yesterday after battling with uh, Louis body dementia. Oof. Dang. 
he uh, passed away yesterday morning, surrounded by family. Really sad. Well, so that's there's two sports figures. Is there going to be a third? Is that what that means? Hope not. I hope not. But if you're, you know, if you're a sports legend, uh, you might be going to the doctor for a checkup right now, just to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, speaking of sports, another tragedy occurred. Huh? uh, When the BYU baseball team didn't get picked for the uh, NCAA regionals. That's not. They're not in the tournament. How is it possible that a team with a record of 36 and 17 won their conference? Of course, kind of flamed out in the tournament, but still won the conference, beat all kinds of power five teams during the year, beat a bunch of teams that are in the tournament, including Ohio State, by the way, who won the Big Ten tournament, Mm. but doesn't belong. They don't belong in that tournament. Uh, BYU crushed them early in the season. And Nebraska made it, right? Your Cornhuskers are there. Yeah, yeah. They lost to Ohio State in the uh, Big Ten yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Three to one, where BYU beat Ohio State five to one. What was your record again? 36 and 17. Oh, boy. See, we were 31 and 22 and lost See? to Ohio State. See? Oh, oh man. But thanks go- thank goodness teams like Stony Brook <laughs> made the dance. Yeah. The powerhouse. Stony Brook, whenever they play anybody, yeah. you can throw all the records throw right out the right window. Out. Goodbye. Unless you don't have a window. Then you flush them down the toilet. If there's not a toilet, just set fire to them. Yeah, I'm, I'm upset for you. Because you've been, you've been uh, telling me I know. all season long. They sounded like they were doing great. They were. And, they did uh, not have a good... Now, uh, you, conference tournament. Okay, so what? It's the, so it's what the body exactly? of work, right? Yes! So here's my question for you, because you won't right. say this. even if you, I, don't, I don't even know if you have this opinion, but I bet it's because there's a chance they'd have to play on Sunday. It's religious discrimination. Seriously. That's what it is. It's, it's lawsuit time. They hate Mormons. There's Mormon phobia. Mormon phobia. Hmm. Okay, hmm. that's right. But isn't that right? You guys, yes. the school will not yeah, compete they can't, on Sunday. They can't play on Sunday. So. And there's a chance that uh, like these best of three series, I think is usually Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. or Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They have to find a regional where they play right. um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, instead oh, there of Friday, is that? Saturday, Sunday. Oh, then do that. I know. That's what all it takes. What is the problem? That's all it takes. <laughs> Hacks me off. That's not cool. It's not cool. It's not cool at all. You know what is cool, though, is um, our friend sent oh. us uh, a... Yeah. We talked about this when I was here, what, week before yeah, last? Yeah, so Natalie Shira, a listener, sent us a lot of gifts, and there was one still that hadn't made it. And, and um, it happens to be... Your BYU uh, lock, so you can BYU lock, lock up your Sharpies for me and Jeffy from taking them. <laughs> so there you go. That's that, an awesome gift. Thank that you. That's right. a really cool little lock, isn't it? Yeah, it absolutely is. And then, um, so so <laughs> you got your cool gift there, and then Ryan, Ryan Peck, I hope you're feeling better, mm-hmm. buddy. Ryan Peck sent me a very practical gift. It's a chainmail glove so that I can do yard work this summer without mm-hmm. uh, fear of without uh, cutting your hand off. Slicing open my hand. That's great. Where did the, uh, where did the okay. scissors go? We had some scissors here. I was going to demonstrate. Oh, here we go. See this? Look at this. Oh, could you slice your... Look at that. Look at that. Huh? Oh, Protection, just like people were protected oh. in the Middle Ages. There yeah. was nothing that could... Well... I'm bleeding right now. <laughs> I'm, 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 seriously? I'm, no, I'm not, not no. seriously. Right. This is so cool, man. I'm going to totally be using this all the time. <laughs> Chainmail. Also, over the weekend, have you seen the uh, the series Chernobyl yet? There's no, only I don't have HBO. Three episodes, but I think that should be mandatory viewing. I want to see for it badly. all millennials. Just yeah. to show them how socialism works. <laughs> you want to see socialism in action? Everybody's equal. 
<laughs> yeah, you bet they are. They're uh, equally poor and oppressed uh, and just beat down by their government. Hmm. What happened uh, in the days, in the minutes, hours, and days following Chernobyl is mind-boggling. And it's because, you know, it's the Union of Soviet Socialist States. Republics, I guess. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because they're republics. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoa, did you just flash the white power symbol there? <laughs> no, that was the okay. Oh, was it, Mr. Yeah, Haiti McHate face? It was. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to see it badly. It's yeah. it's really good and it's unbelievable oh. what they dealt with. What happened there? Uh, would you watch it again? Would I watch it again? Yeah, would you watch it more than once? Would you recommend someone watch it more than once? Just kind of really absorb it and kind of remember it all? Are you trying to get me to your house or you're trying Wait. to get to my house to view it? <laughs> How is that what this is? How did you see through that? That's a lot of steps oh, you had to take. That's exactly what I was doing. I was going to watch it on the big really screen at your place if you wanted to watch it again. But no, no okay, I, won't invite myself. Thanks. I don't want to watch it. It's not something you can see twice. Uh, but you should definitely view it once. It really should be mandatory viewing yeah. to show to show what socialism is all about. Socialism, communism, it it uh, it kills people. All they care about is the people's labor. Uh, and so you pay attention to what concerns you and that's your labor and let us deal with what concerns us and that's the government well i'm sorry when when you're releasing 200 retkins of radiation into the air it's something that concerns the laborers too (laughs) just a little safety tip for you there but i i really believe it was chernobyl uh three mile island to a certain extent and the movie china syndrome that doomed the nuclear industry in this country. When was the last time we built a nuclear power plant? I mean, there's something that's renewable and it burns clean. And you can power entire cities with a plant. I, it just doesn't make any sense that we don't use nuclear power. But those three things, uh, Three Mile Island, in which no one died, the China Syndrome, which was pretend, make-believe, was not a documentary, kids. And then Chernobyl, which was horrific, but it happened in the Soviet Union where they didn't take safety precautions like, I don't know, a containment field, a containment chamber around their core. They didn't have one. Stupid. And so 56 people died initially. How many people died of cancer afterwards? I don't know. I don't know that the Russians have ever released that information. But you got to believe there was birth defects, uh, cancer deaths, uh, had to be miserable for a long time. And people still don't live there. Now, animals have moved in, and they seem to be thriving in Chernobyl. Animals came in and took over the place. They're eating the vegetation. They seem to be surviving. They're not growing two heads or glowing. I don't know. It's amazing. To me, it's it's a great indication of how the Earth heals itself. They didn't think that was going to be habitable for 20,000 years. Wow. And at least animals are there right now. Would right you, now, a would, ton of them. I mean, I know you're mostly a vegetarian, but would you mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. eat uh, an animal that was uh, frolicking? No, thank the- you. No. Okay. No. Okay. 
But again, that's because that's not because I'm afraid. That's because I'm mostly vegetarian. Sure, sure. Other than you know, obviously, a little chicken and and some fish. Okay. And like beef, roast, hamburgers. Just had one yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, steak. But um, just I'd have I've had, you know some some veal, a uh, little bit of venison, uh, some bison, pig. Of course, pig product. You got to have bacon, right? But just ham, just just those exceptions. Just those, okay. yeah. Okay. Otherwise, like for instance, I've never eaten a polar bear. <laughs> first of all, I don't even. First of all, I don't even think that's legal. I don't think you can eat polar bears. Probably not legal. They can eat you, and they do. They have, but you can't eat them back. So that's not fair. It is not. That's fair. not fair. If it there is, is a recorded fair. instance mm-hmm. of an animal eating a human. On they're, this planet, they're fair game. They, then they become fair game. You Turn take around away any kind of protections. Play. Goodbye. Turnaround is fair play. Huh? Yep. I want. I'm. I'm suddenly in the mood <laughs> for polar bear for lunch today. Triple eight You know, about fifty million of us miss work due to pain. Not just not an illness, but just you're in so much pain you can't go to work. And we spend about $2,000 per year, those of us who are in continual pain. And about 66% of, the, of us expect to just live with it the rest of our lives. Now, relief factor could be something that might help you avoid pain for the rest of your life. We've seen so many of relief factors clients here at The Blaze that um, it, you can't ignore how much it helps people. We also hear from literally tens of thousands of people in this audience who say it's changed their lives. It's 100% drug-free, um, and Relief Factor offers a three-week quick start that's just nineteen ninety-five, a buck a day, like a trial pack. Use it for three weeks, and if it didn't work, if it doesn't work for you, just stop using it. Now, seventy percent of the people who try the three-week qu- quick start order more because it's working for them. So what do you have to lose? Go to relieffactor.com and order yours. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, it's relieffactor.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. I got this tweet from Abner Normal. Welcome back, boys. Uh, wait, I mean, welcome back, unassumed genders. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Appreciate Seriously. that. You very nearly. Yeah, you're allowed one us. screw up per week, sir. <laughs> uh, Kim Lewandowski. I disagree with Mr. Voigt that President Trump is the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. I think President Reagan was a better president. Uh, from Swank Think, I'd say he's third since Lincoln. Lincoln. Coolidge first, Reagan second, then Trump. Strictly based on policy. He could pass Reagan, but there's no chance he passes Coolidge. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and he doesn't have a scandal like Iran-Contra uh, mm. to carry around. Oh, Although, Coolidge? No, Reagan had Iran-Contra. I know, you're saying Coolidge doesn't have the scandal? No, I'm saying Trump doesn't. Oh, Trump doesn't have it? Right. He's got no scandal. That's right. <laughs> right. We're good. Right? There's no collusion. You know what? And there's no obstruction. He he said that on the sign uh, from his podium the other day. So you know it's true. 
You can't say it if it's not true. And he said it. I'm just going <laughs> to okay, yes. sit over here right. and Exactly. Drink that's my that's the right thing to do. <laughs> uh, the Steve 42. It's a bird. It's a plane. Wait, it's the correct phone number. Yeah, I don't think it's that rare. Oh, uh, I don't know. From I've seen your hernia. <laughs> well, ding, dang, darn, at this rate, Pat, we'll fill the whole bingo card twice yeah. before we get to the third helping of yeah. traffic and weather together every <laughs> three minutes on the nines. Yeah, we're up to six if you're scoring at home. Six squares covered. Are we? Yep. Where's mine? All right, you throw it away. What'd you not. do with your bingo card? I don't know. Well, that's a good thing your producer prints up a backup for you every week. Now, that would suck if I threw that away. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't have possibly. It's way too important. Yeah. Um, all right. Senator Tammy Duckworth has you called. Did. I did throw it away? Dang. Okay. Uh, Senator, uh, Democrat Senator Tammy Duckworth has called for an investigation into the Environmental Protection Agency to determine whether the agency broke federal law by granting small oil refineries waivers to bypass regulations mandating that corn ethanol be mixed into their gas supply. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) Now, this has been done 35 times. 35 waivers from the Trump administration to, uh, to some of these oil refineries. And Tammy Duckworth is all upset about it. But she didn't give a rat's butt about Barack Obama doing the exact same thing in about the same time period. I'm sorry. He he only granted 34 waivers, whereas Trump granted 35. Oh. She was completely silent about it then. Not a peep out of her. Not one peep. It's pathetic. These hypocrites. Plus, she represents uh, all kinds of interests in the... Uh, ethanol industry so you don't think there's something going on there do you where uh she's got maybe a little conflict of interest perhaps it's amazing what democrats get away with and they're never called on it by anybody in the in the mainstream media by the washington post or the new york times it's pretty rare meantime new york city educators apparently told uh teachers and school administrators to favor black students over white students in the interest, of course, of uh, racial equality. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> you, you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. Uh, so this is from the uh, Department of Education. Um, no, a consultant hired by the City Department of Education. If I had a poor white male student and I had a middle-class black boy, I would actually put my equitable strategies and interventions into that middle-class black boy because over the course of his lifetime, he'll have less access and less opportunities (laughs) than that poor white boy. Shut up! That's what racial equity is, according to Darnisa Amante, uh, the consultant. Is that amazing? Homeschool. I mean, that is absurd. <laughs> so you're doing the opposite of racial equality to bring about racial equality. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's it's an interesting strategy. Yeah. So you're using racism mm-hmm. to fight racism. <laughs> yes, exactly. Got it. That makes perfect sense. I don't, I don't know what your problem uh, with that is. Uh, any racism is bad? That's my problem. Really? Yeah, I know. I'm old-fashioned. <laughs> 
Homeschool. Homeschool, baby. Yeah, well, if you can, absolutely. Absolutely. Obviously, since we homeschooled for 23 years, I'm a little partial to that. Uh, But there are some people who just kind of can't or don't think they can. But you'd be surprised what you can do when you just decide to do it. You make it work. Yep. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you watched a recent sixty minutes, you saw the FBI former head of cyber crimes who warned homeowners that thieves can steal your home, and they just they do the, all this online. They find your title and they transfer it over to a quit title deed, and they forge your signature, and then they can take out a massive home equity loan against your home. And then you get stuck with the payments. It's a really cool racket. Well, cool if you're one of the thieves. Not so good if it's you. So what do you do to protect yourself now that you know this exists? Go to HomeTitleLock.com. It's America's leading title and mortgage guardian. It's just pennies a day. And they'll put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage. It is so worth it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. You can find out with a free title scan and report if you've already been compromised, don't let cyber thieves steal your home. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, so have you seen the video with uh, a robot they just developed? Doing like a balance beam routine. Creepy. Can almost do gymnastics now. Watch this guy. Uh, this is pretty interesting. Look at this. It looks so human-esque. Yeah. It feels fake. Uh, but no, it's you, not. You can tell that's not actually a human in there this time, right? Because yeah. you can see the wiring and stuff. And the steel. Yeah, these are all different robots. So then he turns around. Oh, the okay. different one. It's a different guy. I think, right? I don't know if it's the same one or a different. Oh, I see. They turned it around. This yeah, time. they yeah. just turned it around. And he's going back now. And he, it's what four inches maybe across on that balance beam. It won't be long now until they're walking down your city streets, armed. <laughs> like just like this. RoboCop. Yeah. Which was really cool. I'm just not sure I want to see it in the Metroplex here or anywhere else in the United States of America. Oh, you know, Jeez. you know what else is about to come through the Metroplex is these uh, self-driving big rigs delivering the mail between Phoenix and Dallas. So be looking for oh, that. Oh yeah, when's that supposed to happen? Uh, in the next couple of years. It's going to be awesome. Good. Won't that be nice? Yeah, but no, those robots, man. I don't. Uh, I don't particularly care for them. Mm-mm. I'll go on record of saying that. Also, in Europe, they're trying to decide whether uh, robots. Um, are entitled to personhood or not. <laughs> no, me. Only in Europe. Well, except it starts For there. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's always Sadly. the testing grounds. And even if it fails miserably, it still comes here. Sadly, the, they have a way of spreading. Uh, the battle goes back to a paragraph of text that's in the European Parliament uh, from early 2017, which suggests that self-learning robots... Be, could be granted electronic personalities. Now, that status could allow robots to be insured individuality 
and uh, be held liable for damages <laughs> oh, if they go nice. rogue and start hurting people or damaging property. Oh. So since the robot can't pay for it, I guess the maker, the manufacturer does? Well, if they're, if they're covered and they have rights, then they should be able to, to pay us too. How right. about this? If they can't pay, if they, are, if they lose a case, then they don't get protected status either. Those pushing for that legal change, including some manufacturers and their affiliates, say the proposal is common sense. <laughs> legal personhood would not make robots virtual people who can get married and benefit from human rights. They say it would merely put them on par with corporations, which already have status as legal persons and are treated as such by okay. courts around the world. This All is right. scary stuff. Yeah. And in Europe, you know they're going to screw that up because that's what they do. That's what they do. That's why we left that stinking continent in the first place. Oh, That's what they do. That is a uh, future bingo square, just too muck and fudge. That stinking continent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm with you, you know, 100%. It just, it just is. I, you know, I, I don't make the rules. I don't make universal law. I just live by it. It just lives by it. And that's one of the things we got to live by. Uh, it's a terrible place. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> with really terrible ideas. <laughs> and that's one of them. That's one of them. So, that's true. It is true. There's no doubt about it. Uh, all right. And they're having some weird parliament thing going on in Europe, too, that I can't possibly understand. You, it's like the metric system. There's no way to tell. There's no way to understand it. They you just know do these wacky things. Let's just have one world government, right? Yeah. That'll well, solve all the problems. That's what the EU is, a precursor <laughs> to one know. world government. That's why I love it so much. Oh, such a messed up And place. what a mess. You know, you've got your own set of rules in each of the individual countries. Britain has theirs, and that's why they're doing the Brexit thing. They just want to have theirs. They don't want to be subjected to Europe's as well. So you got your own, and you have Europe. And so what supersedes? I believe the European laws supersede. It's kind of like they're the they're the federal government. That's exactly what I was thinking. And Britain and France and Germany are all the states. States. And and they have come uh-huh. to a head and they're like, "All right, so who's going to be in charge?" Right. Well, the national government in mm. our case won the day and uh, over there it's going to be an international. And government. that might be okay if you started out that way, you know, back in the beginning and you all spoke a common language and you had commonality like we do here in the yeah. United States of America. But over there, Wow. That's not gonna. That doesn't work. How many languages are in? Europe? Oh, many. Uh, uh, Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Oh, good luck with Perfect. that, y'all. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we left that stinking continent Bye-bye. in the first place. Bye-bye. <laughs>